Hello again, everybody. It's uh, Jason Powers doing this uh, broadcast from the Purdue Memorial Union. So um, tonight we'll uh, endeavor to uh, discuss the coordinated agenda against uh, various uh, folks over the past, well, well, really going back seven years, but uh, in particular, um, the escalation of, of uh, targeting certain individuals uh, to discredit them, to smear them uh, in any way, shape, or form. And don't get me wrong, you know, there, there's always a, a, a certain amount of, um, you know, you have to be, try to be fairly, um, not only skeptical, but also uh, realizing that, yeah, people do, do in fact, uh, do certain things. And we all should be aware, weary or wary of, uh, you know, either jumping to conclusions or not letting it play out. But one of the, one of the key aspects of this, at least, you know, from my estimation is, does, does the accusation or allegation, uh, it's easy when it's made anonymous, as soon as it's made anonymously, you should look very far askance on that. I'm tired of hearing, and this is confirmable. I'm tired of hearing, oh, I'm afraid of retaliation. Oh, he's so powerful. He, she's so powerful. I have no options, blah, blah, blah. Most of these people are, are, are not very powerful, don't have the wherewithal to do the type of sinister things that these accusations always imply. And, of course, uh, saying that they have, like, some enormous power, like they have the full force of the government behind them or some uh, uh, unbelievable uh, power structure in place. Uh, the people that are amongst the populist group are very, very disconnected, don't have a great deal of power, are actually working in the minority in terms of in relationship to the United States government or state governments or what have you. So this idea that there are these, or in, in the case of a few of these people, or at least one person, Russell Brand, who's a UK citizen, citizen uh, their retaliatory ability is, is not what is being made out to be by there are certain individuals who would love to make it like that. They make it seem like there's such a, that has been the go-to move of many of uh, accuser, especially anonymously, using the media to circulate the rumor so that the vast majority of people just automatically assume that these things are true because they've been conditioned over the past, well, essentially seven years. The Me Too movement started in 2017, so six years. Um and but actually, it actually started much uh, six years prior to that in 2011. For those who don't remember, the dear colleague letter that Obama signed off on, which promoted the idea that all you have to have is, uh, I think it was clear and convincing evidence of some accusation made on college campuses regarding sexual misconduct, rape, that kind of thing. And it was just a matter of he said, she said, but it was really a matter of just who made the accusation. And usually it was a, a, obviously a woman and for the most part, because no one believes a man could ever be sexually assaulted, you know, against his will. Uh, they, 
it, it's always seems that people forget that guys can be drunk, uh, passed out, and you know things can occur. Uh, those things can happen. I'm not saying they do happen very often, but they can. So the point is, is in 2011, it's like April or May, he signed off on this policy on college campuses, and that started the the ball rolling in terms of this escalation of making uh, serious accusations in a civil manner to destroy a person's uh, college career. It happened uh, <laughs> substantially around the country. A matter of fact, a, uh, a Seventh Circuit uh, decision penned by one Amy Coney Barrett uh, regarding Purdue University uh, versus John Doe uh, was uh, decided on by her and it decided on in favor of the John Doe relation to in regards to his fifth uh, and 14th amendment uh, regarding due process. This was published, I think back in 2018, 2019. I'm aware of the case. I've looked at the case. It's, it's been a while since I've looked at it, but nevertheless, the, the idea in that, that regards, there was a mutually consensual, a consensual relationship that had resulted in sexual uh, activity. And then later, um, the guy felt like the situation wasn't, or the relationship was not going to go well. And he was looking for a way out of the relationship because he noticed certain things about, you know, uh, dealing with the woman involved and he, he let her down gently and nothing much occurred. But about four months after that, this, uh, uh, woman had some kind of, uh, discussion with an activist who was ginning up the idea that she had been somehow uh, taken advantage of or assaulted and and putting ideas into her head. And there are people that can be very well conditioned and seated to present something based upon the conversations that they had. And that's how that's how the accusation or the 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 allegation occurred. So it was a it was something that happened several months later. The guy had a. Uh, uh, a scholarship that got pulled from him. I think it was a Navy scholarship, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember right. But he lost his, you know, ability to go to school. And he had no recourse. Uh, He couldn't present evidence. That's one of the things that went along with the Dear Colleague letter. And I'm going back to that letter, and I'm using that as an example, because that is what's going on in the United States of America over the past dozen years is that we have eroded the U.S. Constitution, and it's become very um, in vogue to use the media to launder al- accusations to, you know, to basically, it poisons the well, by the way. It poisons the jury pool because how, you know, you don't know who reads these things and when they're going to read it, and you don't know if it even goes to a crime. And usually it doesn't go to a criminal a courtroom uh, uh, to a trial or anything. The investigation never uh, amounts to anything. Or these are decades old or 15 to 20 years old accusations in the case of Russell Brand. I'm not saying Russell Brand hasn't he hasn't participated in sexual conduct with women. Uh, I'm sure he, he, he has laid that out very uh, uh, deliberately to say that he's, he had some... He had some wild times. That being said, it seems quite interesting that these uh, accusations just recently dropped 
in in regards to his his obviously growing uh, voice, and he's had a huge voice for several <clears throat> several years now. But it's grown up substantially since then, and I've started. With, I'm starting with that one because uh, I look at it as this: that the women who are bringing the are uh, who are hiding behind anonymity, knowing that you know it would be hard for him to reason or reflect on this. Uh, you know, the old idea of him, and then people have laid out this hypothesis that he somehow decided to go to the right or something. He's not a right-wing individual. If you've ever listened to his his uh, his particular podcast, he's very much on the left. He, he, he reflects, though, that now he realizes that the, there is a substantial poison that has been in, induced into the left in terms of their philosophies and their regards for human life, the regards for war, et cetera, et cetera. The point is, is he's, uh, he's, he's far from anybody on the right. And it's just a matter of him being a voice. I don't particularly agree with him on a lot of things, but that doesn't mean I don't listen to him time to time. And I understand he also had some connections back to, uh, uh, or at least he's had some interactions with guys like Yuval Noah Harari. I've seen a picture of him with them. So they've obviously met. Um, what I'm getting at though, is people can change, people can alter their paths, people can, uh, let go just because he hand, I, I, I'll say this, I don't want to use that as, as a means to discredit, dis, discredit him if he's actually had a change of, of, uh, agenda or change of uh, heart about things or how he wants to present himself. And of course it makes it very, uh, serendipitous that these, uh, allegations or accusations come out. Just as uh, we know, going into the election season, along with the idea that there's going to be a coordinated rollout of more COVID lockdowns and stuff like that, because they want to silence people that are dissenters. And he's one of those voices out there that dissents against it, because you have a differing opinion from the government approved mandate, the, the CDC, the FDA the NIH, and particularly the Biden DOJ and DHS, the Department of Homeland Security, uh, these these organizations, these agencies are operating uh, to uh, squash and put down any dissent from anyone who, of any substantial uh, positioning. So moving on from uh, Russell, you know, we just seen the Ken Paxton uh, uh you know, uh, impeachment that went nowhere. And, and from what I can see and what I can gather and from what, you know, he was acquitted, he was acquitted or from the charges. Sorry. Um, yeah, they never presented the people that were involved behind the, the scene were all Bushies, uh, George P. Bush and his, uh, host of minions. Um, Texas has got dirty politics and so does Florida too. People need to wake up to the idea that they think, oh, it's just red and rosy down there. And the George, the neocon wing of the neoliberal is actually become very much a leftist uh, organization and using leftist tactics. But that doesn't surprise me any because the George Bushes have always been uh, the the Bush uh, clan has already has always been an authoritarian force. If you go back to uh, their uh, Prescott Bush, if you go back as far as the 1930s, you'll find that uh, 
there's substantial evidence of to that effect and to that degree that uh, they've always had a very um, <clears throat> interesting interaction between government and, and uh, corporations, and they are, have no uh, they've they've used their power um, in ways to uh, obviously enhance themselves. And the fact that the obviously uh, George uh, Herbert Walker was the director of the CIA shouldn't escape anyone's mind that. Of course, once you become the director of the CIA and become the vice president and the president, the amount of leave behinds and uh, people that were uh, connected to that particular orbit of his is substantial. Um, I was just going back and looking at the the white. Uh, so for under the Ford administration, believe it or not, which is when uh, he all oh, by the way, was when he became the director of the CIA. The people that were uh, working inside the White House for Gerald Ford were Donald Rumsfeld and one Dick Cheney. It just so happened that those two became <laughs> members of the W. Bush and the Herbert Walker administrations later on. There's no coincidences as to what, how these people interacted, how long they've been interacting. And granted, these 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 names don't mean anything now because Rumsfeld's gone, but uh, Dick Cheney's Liz Cheney was part and parcel to rounding up 10 uh, defense secretaries uh, to write a letter for regarding January 6th and publishing it in the Washington Post. And believe me, the Cheney clan and the Bush clan are all behind a lot of the aspects of uh, the takedown of Trump because they absolutely hate this guy because he, uh, he interferes with their uh, dealings, uh, their initiatives, um, the grift between the Bushes and the Clintons and, and how these uh, operations work together and, and along with the Obamas. Uh, you know, there is substantial agency interference and people that are, they, they, they know how to manipulate things. They're running a, what's running an unrestricted or definitely a fifth generation warfare on the population and anybody who gets in their way. And Paxson was just an example of that. Um, moving on to some uh, other names that I'm not going to dwell on too much, but like names like Stephen Crowder with his, uh, his uh, uh, regarding his wife and their divorce and the messy divorce and the, the, the videos that have been released and the audio. And of course, his, uh, his falling out with the, the Daily Wire in regards to a contract negotiation. Um, and of course, now he's pairing up with Alex Jones and Alex Jones is legal uh, uh Issues and, and and obviously the judgment that was just done, you know, nefariously and haphazardly and an unbelievable uh, uh, civil uh, dis, uh, what was it eight hundred or I don't know it was it was uh, hundreds of millions of dollars for the Sandy Hook and just garbage and of course Owen Schroyer uh, who's uh, now got sixty days uh, hanging over his head. And then you get on to Tim Ballard, who is a uh, was uh, basically uh, profiled in Operation or the, the Sound of Freedom in terms of his uh, work on uh, rescuing uh, uh, kids um, from you know child you know predation and child trafficking. Um, he's being targeted because now he's actually well not only just because he's decided to run for uh, uh, run for office. Uh, I think there's a substantial, uh, you know, they're trying to make sexual 
innuendo accusations or saying he had some kind of sexual harassment while he was on the job, while he was working there. I saw a video or send up of uh, this. The thing is, is this is just all being presented nebulously. There is no criminal. They said there was a three-year criminal investigation that didn't result in anything. Hmm, that's interesting. And then there's also, oh, these are all anonymously made accusations. Uh, people won't put their name to anything. And Tim Ballard is not a powerful person. I mean, he's no longer, <laughs> he was connected to an organization, which leads to the uh, an organization that did this. And I'm not going to pretend to know everything about Tim Ballard's life, but it was very uh, interesting how this got dropped out. And they said, oh, well, that's the reason why the movie was dropped out. Or maybe the movie was being planned for release and these people found out about it, the, the people that were involved are nearby and they decided to hijack it or was attempting to hijack the main character, which is the same thing that happened to James O'Keefe with project Veritas, just as he was, uh, gaining, you know, he'd been gaining momentum over the years, but, uh, the Pfizer situation, and it just so happened there was connections there in relationship to his, uh, his, uh, connection to, uh, you know, project Veritas and, people involved in that organization suddenly came out and said, well, James O'Keefe is not treating me right. And this and that, and the other thing, it turned into a personal issue. And of course they leveraged him out of the organization. So that goes to, again, a targeting, of course they targeted him going back with, uh, the Ashley Biden diary and he had been, uh, the FBI and lawsuits have been, you know, generated over the years uh there was a a, a lawsuit that was settled that i i remember reading about but i i, I can't it was like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that we're talking uh peanuts but you know it was a settlement um i forget exactly what it was over at the time but yeah uh like anything else when you're in, involved in um <clears throat> either investigative journalism or trying to uh, capture people doing bad things and you go up against powerful people who have powerful law firms uh, say for example like Hunter Biden who decides to hire a $1,500 an hour lawyer and uh, Abby Lowell uh, to uh, go on the offense and this was part and parcel to the David Brock uh, um, strategy that got released I think back in oh October November 2022 there was a letter that came out that this was how to uh, basically it was giving Hunter, uh, this was the, the, this was the methodology that the Hunter Biden team was going to use against people was going to attack anybody who went up against them. So they filed lawsuits against Garrett Ziegler, filed lawsuits against uh, gateway pundit, filed lawsuits now against the IRS agents for whistle, they, for actually whistleblowing because they, they saw an investigation that was not being handled properly. So now he's uh, now uh, Biden's after a hundred Biden's after the IRS agents involved in that uh, because they did. So they're not protected by whistleblower status, even though they should be protected by it. It's funny how the Democrats are such hypocrites about this, because when it came to Eric Chiaramella and uh, Ukraine phone call, the perfect phone call, uh, they they did everything in there. They did they they made the biggest. They 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 said it was censored. You couldn't even use the word on YouTube if you mentioned Eric Charmella. They pull your channel. This was the amount of of control 
of information that they had to do. And we never get it. We never got into. And then we find out about Alexander Vindman and all the other uh, shenanigans behind the whole impeachment. But what I'm getting at here with uh, <clears throat> all these all these situations is, uh, by the way, you know, that the, the differences in how, how we handle, quote unquote, whistleblowers uh, speaks volumes about the hypocrisy of, of certain people and certain parties. I'm not saying, believe me, I am not in a Republican camp at this point. By the, by that, I mean, I am I have I've always been a very independent mind. I'm going to vote for who I'm going to vote for. It doesn't it has nothing to do with whether they ha- what the letter behind their name is when they put it on the ballot. Albeit at this point, it's pretty obvious that I won't be voting for any Democrat ever uh, in the near future, if ever, because of the way they have uh, just absolutely gone insane. I don't think that's that isn't hard at all to come to. And I'm not saying I wouldn't vote. Uh, what I'm saying is, is the I want somebody who, who at least has the best interest in the United States of America at heart. Uh, doesn't mean they're going to be perfect, by the way. Um, that, and by the way, this goes back to, you know, like I said, you know, how we look at these these situations is like, okay, if it's always going one direction, which is what I'm getting at with these, uh, these names, uh, it should tell you something. We know the media is working as a, as a prop for the Biden administration, uh, the agencies in particular. And we know that in, in the incestuous uh, nature of, of these uh, entities, these billionaire outlets, is unbelievable. Uh, whether they be print or you know, you know, whether it be the Daily Mail or WAPO, New York Times or MSNBC, NBC, uh, you know, I, I, I here's something that uh, in, that goes to you know Trump doing an interview with Christian Welker, who's a, you know, her family and her Democrat operatives and stuff like that. So that makes you wonder why they would, uh, you know, sit down for an interview and, you know, decide to, you know, uh, give people that time and effort, uh, you know, it would have been better served to, uh, you know, avoid, avoid that. But then again, you know, if you're trying to, uh, if you're trying to, I guess, build a, uh, build along, sorry, I was, uh, interrupted by somebody walking by. Um, that's the reason why I stuttered here. Um, no, with, with regards to, uh, Trump, it, it should be telling to maybe even the Democrats, by the way, that he would actually sit down with it, basically an enemy again. And Welker was the one who uh, did the debates in 2020 and, you won't see see Joe Biden sit down and take any hard questions. I'm not saying that you know his resp- that Trump's responses are going to make any Democrat happy, but whatever. The point is, is I don't think I don't think Biden could sit down for a half hour with anybody without being uh, chopped up or edited up to to make it look like it wasn't a continuous uh, interaction because <laughs> he couldn't answer the questions, and yet you know. That that is to say, you know, the differential there, and this goes back to the why these names are so important. I haven't even gotten to like Tucker Carlson, who who left Fox or got uh, drummed out of Fox News, um, and then you got the recent allegations against Lord uh, or the 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 snafu or 
uh, bad behavior in public, Lauren Boebert, who I, I don't understand how she cannot be aware that she is always on, she's always uh, being observed and watched and who you hang out with and who you decide to go out with and where you go and what you do there is always going to be in the spotlight. Now, I don't know what her deal is and, and I don't know. And, and that's up to for somebody else to figure out. And some people have downplayed what, what happened. But the biggest thing is, is the fact that she know she should know the, the that the person she's going out with was a Democrat. Uh, he was running, I guess he runs a bar. He's had some interaction with the, the, uh, the hot button issue, at least the social issue of the, um, uh, you know, trans and, uh, um, transvestites and, you know, that kind of deal in regards to the bar, um, the bar owner that she happened to go on this date with of a Beetlejuice. I don't understand why the hell you'd want to go watch something like that, but evidently that's, that's in her wheelhouse. Uh, but it definitely shows an immaturity and a lack of, well, uh, lack of functioning brain cells to not know that, uh, you know, you're always being, uh, uh, watched and in this case, maybe particularly watched in a, in a, in a manner that, uh, was a, a setup. It was just quite interesting how close those, that camera and that angle of camera was, uh, all, all ready to go for her particular situation. Just saying, I don't know. It's very, very telling because, uh, obviously, um, uh, and, and when did that get kicked on and why did it get kicked on? And who was behind that? Who would? Who took that video? Uh, and who are they connected to? You got to ask questions, but of course, we won't get those answers. So, you know. And then you have Matt Gates. Uh, this was back several years ago. As it turned out, it was somebody who was just, uh, you know, again making false accusations. It happened to be a guy. I think it was connected. Uh, they had some kind of FBI case against him, and he was looking to looking to give give up somebody anybody give a name and he did i think if i if i remember the case right anyway the investigation against matt gates was uh, went nowhere um but the thing is is it gets put out there in the air this goes to compromat this is all compromat techniques or what the chinese call bgy blue gold and yellow uh, blue as in rumor gold as in money and yellow as in flesh or women, um, those kind of things all running, uh, they're running these, uh, these coordinated, uh, attacks against people who they don't like because they're whatever, how, uh, how much of a populist they are, whether they're a true populist or when you say true populist, say somebody who's like 99% aligned with MAGA or someone who just has, you know, some leanings towards that idea or certainly towards maybe a more um, fruitful conversation an independent somebody who is at least taking the middle ground on many things um, and there's other other names and uh, that it can be mentioned Steve Bannon of course he's obviously connected to Trump he's obviously been sitting on a they've been sitting on a case with him a judicial decision there uh, I think it's on appeal Tim Pool he's been swatted Certain people have been swatted, uh, you know, someone calls in to try to uh, create a, a situation. So they've been doing this against all kinds of uh, persons on the, on, on the, uh, 
spectrum of people who are trying to, you know, get the truth out, trying to fight the system. It is even, I even mentioned, I'll mention this, uh, though I didn't list her in this list I put on this uh, podcast, uh, Julie Hamill, who they have targeted out in California. She's fighting a case. I'm regard, I, I'm, at this point, it escapes me what the case is exactly about, but she's fighting the uh, attorney general of the state of California and uh, in regards to, um, and it even involves uh, Twitter, matter of fact, uh, or X, as it's called now. And they have targeted her with, uh, you know, exposure of her, her children, uh, trying to dox her, uh, do really, you know, really irrelevant things to the case to make, to, you know, kind of intimidate um, her um, going forward and fighting uh, the good fight. So, and that's happening around the country too, with all kinds of people who are either fighting back against the government, (laughs) making either filing lawsuits, you know, obviously trying to get these cases in the court, trying to permanently uh permanently uh get mandates uh um abolished on all kinds of things this is just such i mean we're in a fight and a lot of these people are are putting their entire life and their livelihoods in in uh in harm's way in many cases to try to you know stop this bullshit uh that's going on um people that care about this country uh you know, because not only because of their livelihoods, but their kids, they want there to be a future. They, they know that the government, they can see and they know from historical uh, viewpoints, because a lot of people have a lot more expertise even than I do uh, regarding the history of a whole host of things that the government's been involved in uh, to, you know, COINTEL Pro back in the 60s and whatnot. The government has done all kinds of nefarious things to undermine uh, people who they do not appreciate their uh, viewpoints, uh, their exposure of the truth, um, uh, catching the government doing things that are criminal, uh, things that would regard, you know, whether it be regarding drug, uh, the drug trade, human trafficking, uh, gun running, uh, you name it, and Obviously, proxy wars, un, undisclosed uh, wars, uh, a whole host of things. And people think, and there are people around the world that think the American people are oblivious of all this. No, there are a lot of American people that are very well aware of what's gone on with our government. But do you think that we have any more have any more ability to um, <laughs> make our government uh, stop doing this than you do in your country where you're at? And don't think that your country isn't doing the same damn thing. Uh, we we should become very well aware that, and I never never considered myself a status. I never, uh, in terms of thinking the state is you know, you know this paragon of virtue or any of this other shit. Um, uh, but I've become more and more not only libertarian but downright. Uh, you know, the, the people put labels on things and I just don't, I'm not going to even mention it because I don't want it to be used uh, later on. Uh, let's just say this. I, <laughs> I wrote what exactly what I think needs to be done and I put it in a book. Um, I actually published it and it's online on Amazon called, uh, Lux, uh, 
uh, calamitous uh, regarding the whole uh, situation here. So if you want to find it, I'll put a link in the thing and you can go and look at it and decide whether you want to buy it or at least look at the preview of it. It's a short book. It's not long. It's, you know, 100, 100 or so pages with references. There's about 350 references in this short book. So it's not, it's not unsighted. There's information there. There's plenty of information there, but it's not written. Uh, it's written more to appeal and to convince uh, to what I, you know, the, the lays out the problems and, and, and gives uh, in short order some solutions and then an ultimate solution to all this, which of course is drastic, to, uh, but not drastic to me. And I wrote this back and published it back in December of 2022. And the echoes of what I've said are being um, mentioned by many people out there. Matter of fact, one of the Democrats' uh, operatives, I think his name Steve Schmidt, is a was a, posted a Twitter posted up on Twitter something along the line that if uh, Trump gets back in, they're going to they're going to tear down the government and make it non-functional. <laughs> well, you know what? When the government isn't functioning or dysfunctional as it is, uh, there is a such thing called the abolishment of government to make a new to make a new way. That was uh, written in our uh, initial founding documents. So I think uh, I'm not thinking that that's necessarily the wrong path, and that's exactly what I laid out in my book at the end. Is that uh, we have 435 or maybe even 438, I don't know. We, we have well over 400 agencies of various, you know, alphabet soups that you know of. Most people probably can name off at least 20 or 30 off the top of their head that they've had interaction with. And not of uh, those inter interactions have typically not been very good. But to the point I'm getting at is uh, we know that our, our government is uh, nefarious and uh, criminal. And it's being run by criminals and it's being run by criminal oligarchs, whether it be the corporate kind or the, the political kind or the lobbying kind, you know, and like I said, the bureaucrats just, they're just mindless drones or I don't know what they are, but they certainly are in, they are not operating in the best. And of course they're traitors because I mean, we know who the, the top rungs of the Obama, of uh, the <laughs> oh, Biden administration or the Biden administration are. Um, you know, Mayorkas, absolutely evil, evil looking minion who uh, is destructing this country with the DHS. Anybody who's attached to the DHS should be ashamed of themselves to call themselves American. They're getting a paycheck to destroy this country. They should be really looking in the mirror, but they won't. They won't. A lot of them will say, well, what can I do? Yeah, you guys could all quit, you know. If y'all had enough, uh, if you were truly interested in protecting this country, you'd understand that you're supposed to actually protect it, not just let people wander into this country in just massive droves. And all these policy issues are just, they're, that, that's just to destabilize, to further destabilize this country until it brings it to an absolute crisis. Biden's literally doing everything that the Chinese Communist Party wants, because the idea there's a there's the plan the Chinese had put down on paper that the, they could get the United States in four or five crises at the same time. Uh, they felt that that would be enough to destroy it and get it out of the way, which of course goes along with the same thing that the uh, the WEF and some of the other organizations around the world, UN, are 
hell bent on doing uh, because we're the last we're the last uh, holdout uh, because we're armed. The reason why they're doing it so slowly is because these people don't want to get their hands dirty, and the people they have in uh, various you know positions don't have the they don't have the stones to do what they want. They 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 could talk a big game, but you know you notice when they go into an, any situation. Some just average rando person, they bring the entire, they bring, you know, 20 FBI agents to round up one dude. And, you know, it's, it's all that, that's all it is. It's just numbers. They, they do the same. And people say, well, they don't want to get hurt. They're afraid that the, some Patriots going to shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that hasn't happened. Has it? That hasn't been the, that hasn't been the reaction at all. But I guarantee you this, if they want to, if you really wanted to make this happen or occur, uh, people could just stop paying their taxes. Will it just completely don't don't pay the government one cent? Don't give them any of your money, not one nickel. Uh, just stop making payments. Of course, that's going to hasten the demise. Uh, of course, they can just print money at this point. That's what they're going to do. Uh, they'll use the Fed to do that. So. Uh, while I, I say don't pay him money, but the disruption of, of uh, certain account efforts would uh, certainly have a long-term impact on them in terms of receipts. So if they weren't getting the money back, uh, the taxes that you pay in. And of course, like I said, I know people won't go along with that because most the vast majority of people are either unaware or wouldn't dare uh, cross the government. I mean, as Glenn Greenwald laid out, I was watching him earlier tonight. He said, yeah, the left has uh, adopted the position that they love the government. That's because they're all infiltrated in it. That's the reason why. They only love something because they now they feel like they own the control of it. You know, they always blame the conservatives for owning the government, you know, the military or certain aspects of the, the uh, uh, of Washington, D.C., you know, the long march through the institution has them now have all the institutional power. And, of course, now that's the reason why you have such chaos, because everything the left touched, everything the left touches turns to crap. That That is true. The, that the problem with the conservatives is, has always been that they are too divided. They're too individualistic. Um, they don't understand, you know, media, not to the level or degree that the, the left does. And uh, the left just, you know, <laughs> they are always overconfident in pushing their their agenda, whereas the right, uh, they're they're too afraid to make it take any a step. But of course, when when they do take it, when whenever this does actually occur into some conflict of some sort, which, you know, who knows? I I just yeah, I say who knows. I'm twenty twenty four is going to be one hell of a year. It probably will be the most memorable year in um, maybe U.S. history for all we know, um, just in terms of the amount of events that are going to occur. And 2023 has been very active, but uh, 2024 might be just absolutely uh, bonkers because these people are desperate to put us under wraps and uh, they'll, they, they, won't, they won't stop until they get it achieved. Um, you know, so to the allegations or accusations i'm sure uh those will come out for lesser names uh down the they're just taking out the big the big fish first 
but they'll call after other people too, other people that have been patriotic enough to, to voice their displeasure with their government. And uh, they'll take them out uh, sooner or later. And hopefully um, enough people will start to pay attention to say, well, isn't it weird that these people are all being targeted? And uh, maybe enough of them will have said things that people who are still connected to reality will say, you know, I think there's a plan afoot. I don't know. It just seems like very incident coincidental that X amount of people have been taken out and these all are uh, people with this, uh, essentially the same view that they care about their country. Uh, if they get to that point where they actually understand that the people that are being speaking out the loudest, uh, you know, they care about the fact that, you know, we don't need to be in a uh, further embroiled in a Ukrainian war. and We don't need to continue to uh, get our shit from China and we need to build our uh, country back up and we need to protect our borders because, you know, national sovereignty, you know, you can you can have welfare and <laughs> you can have welfare, but you can't have open borders to do that. And, you know, vice versa. I, I don't even I don't even like to waffle on that. I honestly just we have immigration laws. We've always had immigration laws. Why aren't we carrying them out? Uh, it just seems, you know, violation of every principle of of uh, national sovereignty. But of course, the whole point of having Joe Biden in where he is, he is the perfect fall guy for all of this, because when this totally collapses, you know, he's going to get all the blame, all of it. From these people, the agencies, the me, the media will turn in turn like a gutter snipe on the on on him. I mean, they already kind of are already. The, the 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 call to the pen has already been made through uh, David Ignatius or whatever to pin the little column that says maybe Joe Biden should just you know you know sit this one out and let us put in somebody we really want which of course will be like Gavin Newsom. I see Gavin Newsom has uh, been uh, making the rounds and uh, he's uh, talking AI and all this other shit. So you can imagine that they, they want him. So they would, they would rather have Newsom or <laughs> Obama, any you know, Michelle Obama, anybody to get away from uh, Biden or Kamala Harris or one of their other minions, I, they got They they're just looking for someone who might just have a, a a a smidgen of popularity, which I don't understand why Gavin Newsom has any popularity in California. But I'm not a Californian. I guess it's you know people out there just are just deluded in so many ways. But whatever, uh, I'm not going to speak to that. But point is, is um, yeah, they want to get Biden out of the way, and you know. What better way to do it than uh, right now? They're playing. They're playing. A, they're playing a game between now. See, they squeal loudest when you know. Oh, we don't. We don't want to collapse the economy, and they don't. They. They're. They're trying. You know, the Democrats came out really vocal about this uh, CR and and stuff like that. I'm getting far afield here, but they came out so strong about that because, in in they want to scare people because obviously. They know people are dependent upon entitlements and all this other shit. Uh, they want to scare the heck out of them. They want to blame the Republicans. They, obviously, they have to blame the Republicans because they can't never blame themselves for anything that they ever do wrong. Because, uh, you know, there's an endless pit of money as long as the Democrats can 
get the the Fed to print the money for them. Um, so yeah, they want they don't care about budget deficits. They don't care. They're just going to print, spend, spend, spend. They could care less. Uh, that that isn't to say the Republicans haven't done that too. They're just the Republicans are playing the okie doke, and they're gonna they're like Charlie Brown. They'll eventually, uh, you know, they'll they'll concede. Uh, I don't see any spine or backbone, but there's a few people that are talking. But well, we shall see what happens in the next ten to fifteen days as as it regards to that. But nevertheless, what the Democrats' their keen objective is is. If, they want it, it okay they're playing okay if they can't if they can't rig the election bad enough in 2024 they're going to make sure that the collapse happens right after that they want in other words if they don't win in 2024 they have to induce the total collapse so that they can blame it on though then they can say see the country collapsed on their watch you know they want to make sure that whoever gets stuck holding the bag, they can blame everything on them, uh, because they're not—they're not trying to accept blame for anything of their policies or anything like that. So, but if they can assure that they can win, then they can prop it up through printing money. They'll bring in Gavin Newsom. They'll say he took over a tumultuous situation. It wasn't his fault. It's all political strategy with these people. They're all looking to—you know—the idea is is never be held accountable. Never admit you're wrong. Always blame the other side, and be damned. Hell be damned with the consequences that you in in uh, uh, infect on the rest of the the, the country or the world, um, because that doesn't matter. Um, and of course, they're 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 making money off this too. Uh, <laughs> it came out today, uh, so the Clintons are involved back in Ukraine again. So that ought to be an interesting uh, story going forward. Sorry to get so far afield here from what the, the podcast was set up to be, but uh, I haven't done one of these in a while. I thought I'd, uh, you know, just talk extemporaneously about all kinds of stuff. Um, um, my life has uh, changed significantly here in the past, uh, you know, uh, well, going on 50 or so days. Um, I'm making it. Uh, I've had some help. I've uh, made it through. I appreciate the people that have helped me out in that regard, and uh, but there's a lot that I have to uh, manage through on my own, and I've done that. And again, I appreciate all the people who listen and support and uh, read uh, some of my ramblings, of course. Uh, I appreciate that, too. Um, at this point, I guess I say... Um, God bless the United States of America, and um, God save the world.